A new edition of the Sheffield Steelers podcast, and what edition this will be. First of all, joined by head coach uh, Aaron Fox. Aaron, you've been asking for a full 60. You got that tonight. Yeah, I mean, a 5 nothing win is huge for us. Um, it was nice to be able to finish the game that way and, and stay at zero for Dubes. I thought he was really the difference tonight. Um, early in that first period, I thought they, they came out ready to play, and we got our legs under us probably about five minutes in. Then I thought we, we turned the game and, and kind of took it to him. It was only one nothing after the first. Then in the second, we were just very opportunistic. We scored on all of our chances. Um, I actually thought Belfast probably deserved better than being down 4 nothing after the second period there. I thought they kind of took it to us a little bit, but we, we kept them mostly to the perimeter and kept all the chances to the outside. Um, you know, that's something we've been preaching over the last couple of weeks here is defending from the inside out, and if we're going to give stuff up, try to give it up from the perimeter. Um, huge battle. It's a nice little run run right now. Um, this, is a, this is a tough stretch for us, so it's been nice to see us um, find a way. Yeah, big moments at 1-0. They hit the post. Uber makes a big save. We make it 2-0. Exactly. Opportunities that haven't been going our way in the yeah. past, and we, we perhaps got a bit of puck luck in tonight. Yeah, I felt there was certain games this year where that's what happened to us, yeah. that we ended up losing, where we would dominate play for extended periods of time, not get anything, and then they'd come down and score right away. So it was nice for us tonight to be up 4 nothing, like I said, and then not have to expand a ton of energy in that third so that we can be ready for Saturday. Dupes will get all the credit, but I thought we played really well in front of him. We battled, didn't we? We, yeah, we won those. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's a, it's a good hockey team. They're a big, heavy hockey team. They, you know, they don't stop coming at you. They're, they play aggressive, and I thought we answered the bell really well tonight. Yeah, and now we go again, don't we? It's yeah. only a couple of yeah. days for, for Cardiff. Yeah, it's great. Cardiff and the Nottingham. It'll be another fun weekend for us. Okay, just talk us through uh, the lineup. Hopefully, of Alaran back. Is that likely? I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. that's that's my hope. Um, obviously, I'm I'm not the doctor here, so. Yeah. We'll assess him again tomorrow and Friday and, and hopefully get him back in our lineup. I know we've got a couple of nicks tonight as well. Army took a puck in the mouth there, lost some teeth, and um, Dowdy got a little dinged up. He didn't play the last 10 minutes either. So hopefully we'll be as close to full as we can be. I'm, I'm never, uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up because we haven't had that opportunity much this year. I just heard you uh, on BBC Radio Sheffield with uh, Pete Spencer and you mentioned the Aaron Johnson situation. If you could just clarify that again for the listeners there. He had the operation today. Yeah, he had operation today. Um, still uh, later this, this afternoon he had it. So I'll, I'll hear back from Johnny today or tomorrow morning to see how it went. Eight weeks, I would say, is minimum timetable for him. And, you know, pretty frustrating for a guy like that who worked so hard to come back and, and be so good after he did come back to, to be right back at square one. Um, you know, feel, feel bad for him. When you play Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, what, what's the schedule like now? It's obviously a different type of practice for the for the week. Do you have Thursday after you come in Thursday? What, no, we're coming in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, there's some ice issues on Friday, actually. So we'll come in tomorrow and get a flush skate and then Friday have them in for a little bike or something and then we'll keep going skate Saturday. Okay, you sent everybody out happy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was head coach uh, Aaron Fox. Let me give the TV mic. Back to our cameraman, and uh, Thomas Doob has just been caught by Bob Westdale, so we'll loiter around here and get Doobs as well. Uh, Jonathan, firstly, you're feeling better? We missed you the other I'm night. I'm feeling much better. It's uh, strange to stay at home and watch on uh, watch on the webcast. It's uh, not something I uh, normally get the chance to do. Bit of man flu. Bit of man flu. A guy who's uh, watched two Sheffield Steelers games, Chris Ellis. Hello. Hello. You were, you were with BBC on uh, Saturday watching your team nothing and get thrashed uh, in overtime, and uh, tonight you saw a Sheffield Steelers just quickly before you try and escape your uh, it thoughts good. no it's very good I mean Sheffield came up strong against Nottingham on, on Saturday didn't they I thought Belfast came out stronger and the one thing I was saying was 
Belfast were, were good on the puck, but Sheffield were keeping them to the perimeter in that first period. Second period, obviously, so different for Steelers because Nottingham ran away with it a few nights ago, but Sheffield were unstoppable. The, to me, the, the Sheffield offense is scary. It's the, it's the best. I mean, the stats show, don't they, with the goals? It was, it was great. But the good thing about Steelers today, I guess, from, you know, you'll say, was defensively how good they were. Duba was strong. The defense were clearing pucks. I mean, uh, almost a coach would probably say it was one of the most, you know, uh, complete performances of the season. I mean, that's a message, isn't it, to the rest of the league? It's not 1-0, it's not 2-0. It's a 5-0 win over another team that want to win the league. So that's sent out a real statement. How did the free sports stuff go? Everything go okay? Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, good Aaron reaction. Aaron Murphy and Grand Slam chef and Steeler Paul Lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to come to Sheffield to win all those trophies, he did, didn't he? He, to, yeah. he, did, he did beat um, Sheffield here once and won the uh, Challenge Cup. Remember Doesn't that count. one? Yeah. Did it not count? No, no, you no, had no. to win a Grand Slam and Paul had to come K- here Kim and win a Grand Slam. I think, I think Mike Blaisdell blamed Diana Ross yeah. concert the night before of Bad Ice. Do you remember yeah, that one? He won a Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it was, it was great. Everyone made us welcome. Thank you. Had a good, good time. Glad you enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, Clear our yeah. fire. Take care. And uh, cheers, Chris. Cheers. Let's talk about that. One of the points I just made to Aaron, I just thought we battled tonight. We won puckings, battles on the boards, we won them in front of Duba, we won them in every area of the ice. I just thought we were competitive and we were, we were aggressive but in the right areas. We won the key moments of yeah. the game. Um, you know, there's a there's an essentially an open goal and it's off the post. You know, Duba isn't going to get back and save that one. Down the other end, it's 2-0. Um, it could easily have been one all. There's another scramble around the goal and the Steelers get to a loose puck first. Every time there was a loose puck in front of Duba, the Steelers got to it first. And when he needs another slice of luck, the penalty shot comes back off the pipe as well. That didn't need to be a 5-0 win for the Steelers to go home happy tonight. But pretty much everything went the Steelers' way. But even if a few things hadn't gone the Steelers' way, they did more than enough to win the game. On Saturday, name-dropping Alex. He was saying, oh, when I was sat with my Anthony DeLuca. Who were you sat with tonight? Were you sat with Ali tonight? Yeah, I was with... How was he? Was he a better, watching, a better watcher? Or was yeah, he... well, there was the three of them, actually. <laughs> Graham um, and Lewing joined us upstairs. But um, I think when you sat that, that far away from the game, you kind of lose, yeah. lose everything slightly. But no, the guys were telling me that they're always on edge when they're watching and you can hear the comments when a pass goes astray even in a game like tonight I, I walked past Valley and uh, sit him into the second I just said what do you see I always like to see what they see and he just goes oh we're in control we're in control is that yeah well, as well? well we had a big conversation uh, about the Belfast power play in comparison to ours obviously Jonathan might tell me I'm wrong but Belfast have one of the statistically worse Power players yeah, in the Greg's league. Bottom of the league. And there uh, you go, and, and we were just trying to trying to observe that and see what they were doing and were what we, we did differently. Because were we two for four tonight, John. Yeah, were Steelers two? were uh, two for five tonight. That was the brief yeah. thirty-nine seconds at the I end. I thought we were sexy but on the power play. Oh, I yeah, thought we we moved yeah. it really well. I mean, the power play goal we scored was not a traditional power play goal. Really, it was just suddenly Sandstrom skated in from the side and. Oh, the near post is empty, I'll just flick it in here. Have we, have we um, forgotten about Sandstrom? Because actually, every week, you think to yourself, I like this boy more and more, haven't I? Yeah, he's, he's not getting as much sort of five-on-five five time as he would like, um, I don't think, because he's sometimes, you know, bouncing between the third and the fourth unit. But he's a fixture on that power play now, and he's, he's making it count. I think the Steelers needed a couple of good special teams games they got one in Coventry on Sunday night and they've got another one again tonight I thought that was uh, something had, the team needed to show does Sandstrom add a bit of sandpaper to our lineup? you know we've got the silky skills of some of the guys but does he add a little bit of sandpaper I think he does He's, it was almost 
similar to the melon signing at the start of the year, we were like, is he there to fill in the gaps? You know, what, what, what is it that we're actually going to get? And until you see them in full flow, you don't realise, do you, like, how vital they are to the team. And I think if you took him out of the lineup now, we will see a crack start to appear. But I think our games that me and you see, David, are a lot different to Jonathan's because we're, we're walking around, we're doing other things. So maybe the 30 seconds we get to see of Lucas in that split second, we don't see the full impact he has. I watched him on Sunday in Coventry because when you go to an away game, you can actually yeah. see more of the game. And I, I was impressed with him and Mel. And in fact, most of them on, on, on Sunday. But, but that, looks like I just think that looks like a line that you don't want to play against. You want to go up against Mel and Eberle and Sandstrom? Mm. Not really. You know, the, the Steelers can hurt you in a lot of ways, but with all the goals that Eberle scores, um, you know, and Melland, we know what contributions he's already been able to make. You know, Sandstrom as well, that's a really dangerous third unit. Um, and it looks as though, you know, it'll possibly get broken up when Valorant comes back in, everyone's got to shuffle down one. Someone's going to have to miss out from that unit and drop down to the fourth. And I think the players at the moment are playing for their place on that third unit and the ice time that comes with it. What's social media saying? By the way, I have got the photo for social media today. Forget Dean Willis. I've got one for you. Don't have to thank me just yet, but I'll whack it across the aisle that you send it out. Uh, but what's social media? It's got to be happy to Yeah, me. obviously our, our side's very happy, but the interesting comments to pick up on are those of fans from other teams. A lot of, <clears throat> I guess, shock really as to, as to the result tonight. It wasn't, for me, a result that I saw coming quite emphatically anyway. But uh, me and Jonathan were having a chat before the game about the likelihood of it being a 3-2-4-3 kind of mm. game with their defensive <coughs> side and our offensive side, but we've got quite quite the opposite game tonight. I thought Stephen Murphy had a great first period until I realised it was Owens in goal, and I was thinking Murphy had grown a bit. He's yes. on a vegan diet, so I thought you haven't put that much, <laughs> put that much weight on. I mean, the, the Steelers made the most of their chances in the second period. He had scored three goals on six shots, and the Steelers haven't done that a lot. We've had a lot of three-goal bursts, but not on as few chances as we created. I thought our ability to take the chances tonight was was good. We know the Steelers can be a high-scoring team, but it's often with a high volume of shots. We've been outshot tonight. The Giants have had 49, which means that for Duba, and we think that is the most saves in any Steelers. Yeah, 49 shot shots on him tonight. Yes. Wow. Yeah, the shot count by period. Um, Giants had 12, 21, then 16 for a total of 49. Wow. We don't think there's ever been as many saves in the Steelers shutout as 49. Wow. I feel for Duba right now because he's just gone into Pete Spencer and he's been in there for about 15 minutes already, poor swine. Let's take a stroll down. We'll, we'll grab Dubes because he'll have to walk past us as he comes down to the uh, room. Um, we're walking down now towards the Sheffield Steelers dressing room. It's a little bit quiet here. Belfast have actually... Uh, Packed up and cleared off and uh, and gone home. Um, John Armstrong, uh, good to see John. Oh, is Thomas just a very very brief one? We won't Pete Spence here. Jonathan has got a great stat for you, and you should be very proud of this stat. No Steelers netminder that's got recorded a shutout has ever made as many as your forty nine saves. Forty nine saves tonight. No I didn't think it was that many, but uh, how, how, did, how did you see the game as a whole, Thomas? Well, I, uh, it was one of those games, you know, that you just like uh, stay in the zone and somehow enjoy yourself. I, I definitely was enjoying myself from uh, from first minute. I had a good feeling about it. Yeah. It's, it's going to end well and I didn't stress really, didn't think of the result. I just, I just, I just went for uh, 
good game. It was a great game. Listen, you clear off and go and uh, get yourself sorted. You don't need to be speaking with us a lot. I've just seen John Armstrong's dad down there. It was good that John had a couple tonight because we need John to be going, don't we? We need that secondary scoring of Armstrong and Armstrong and DeLuca. I think if you could have picked two players you wanted to score two tonight, I might have actually picked those two lads because... The Luca especially is a confidence player, and 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 John needs you know he, he needs he needs to find the net. Yeah, I think especially when you're without the likes of, of Marco in the lineup, you need to sort of have have the odd player that you know is going to step up in the big moments. And we saw what Brendan Connolly did on on Saturday night, a, a big player for the big moment. I thought again tonight he was excellent. There was a, a passage of the game that I managed to catch where he stole the puck, he killed so much time with it, he didn't panic, and then he set us through on the attack and, and we forced Owen into a save, which soon, I believe, resulted in, in one of the goals. And I think we're starting to see now the big game players step up in, in these little runs where we have so many games together against so many teams that are competing for the title. Um, but to have the likes of DeLuca and, and Armstrong scoring goals is, is vital for any success, really. Connolly's 2 on 0 pass to DeLuca was so well-timed because when you're skating in 2 on 0 you've got so many different things you could do. Do you fake a shot? Do you play the pass? Do you go for a quick 1-2 pass? Do you make a move yourself? What do you do? He just timed it spot on. I thought it was uh, are we, are a very unselfish the, piece of play. Are we all of the opinion that basically you can do what you like to Connolly and not get called on a penalty? It was that that one that stood out for me was at the far end when the guy had his his hands in his face and he wouldn't let go of him and then he just ragged him to the side and I think everybody was irate at the time. I saw Foxy was up on the on the bench yelling whatever words he may have been yelling and it's it baffles you sometimes. But all happy, Benny? All very happy. Good lad. Top job, fella. What are you done to your eye? Just a little graze. A little, little graze. The wife will love it tonight. So, just a little clarification oh, on, the, on the shots. We've got the official game sheet through here, and I'm reading down there, saves, 49. I'm also seeing Belfast shots on goal, 47. Either way, 47 or 49 is still the most saves made by a Steelers netminder in Jody the Le- Jody Lehman listens to this. He's proud of his record of shutouts, but Jody, yeah. I think you've just lost one of your records. He'll, he'll be, he'll be on to me. Jody. Jody, Jody will be on to me tonight. I think was with the most uh, saves in the shutout. I don't think Johnny listens. I don't think Johnny listens. Um, right, we said this was just going to be a short one. Uh, we'll go in depth on uh, on Saturday against the uh, the Cardiff Devils, but uh, I'm just. Oh, I thought David Phillips was just going to walk past us there for a second. Anything we want to add tonight heading into Cardiff? I mean. Cardiff now becomes the biggest game again, doesn't it? Big, well, massive way to start this next, well, two games now, but the three games, because it, it could be a pivotal point in the season where we kick start and we are the first team that, that goes on a serious run because it's consistency is something that every team's lacked this year. Um, and we saw the maybe shot results in Cardiff last weekend, obviously Belfast winning both games. Uh, and then you kind of worried, well, I did coming into this game that that's it, they were going to roll and we've shut that down. Um, but yeah, it is now a massive weekend ahead. Uh, regulation loss on Saturday and does an awful lot of good work from tonight. The Steelers have played more games with the team around them, so it's important that the, the lead at the top keeps building. But one advantage the Steelers should have at this, on Saturday is in import numbers. Devils are missing two imports through suspension. Not many games recently where the Steelers have gone in with more imports than the team they're playing. They should do on Saturday. No excuses.
No excuses indeed, boys. Thank you very much indeed. Folks, you've just been listening to another edition of the podcast. What number is this, Alex? We keep... 16. 16. 16. Uh, on the podcast, you've been very welcome. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday against the Cardiff. De- In fact, I know I was just going to see if Tanner wanted to speak, but he quickly gave us the odd head shake. We'll see you on Saturday, folks. Thanks for listening. Most saves in a shutout. Looks like...